from Studio 1Z, with the latest news, commentary, and weather, it's the KZRG Morning News Watch on News Talk KZRG. FM 102.9, 105.9 AM 1310 on your smart speakers. News Talk KZRG, Peter Thiel. Steve Scott. And Ted Bohorquez. She represents a great part of Jefferson County. She's a state senator. Her name is Mary Elizabeth Coleman. Uh, Senator Coleman, welcome to KZRG. Hey, thanks for having me on. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, treat to have you on. You have proposed legislation that's making its way through the House on uh, some of the Missouri assistance programs. Tell us a little bit about the legislation. Yeah, so we are in our 58th year on the war of poverty. And if anything is clear to anybody, it's just not working. And so what Senate Bill 82 simplifies the process for Missourians to apply for, but also it simplifies the process for Missouri to verify citizens' eligibility to receive state benefits. Um, and then, you know, it provides some opportunity for those who are using benefits to work their way out of dependency. So our system, I don't think, should close the door on the dignity of work and on people betting on themselves by taking extra hours or getting a new job, a raise, or starting a new business. And so what we're trying to do is find a path for people out of dependency. It's uh, Senator Mary Elizabeth Colmes, who's talk KZRG. What about the uh, of encouraging marriage? I know. Listen, this is one of the incredible problems that we have right now is that people, if any, any subject, any study of any social subject, I'm like, I'm jumping all over those words. Every single social study shows that if you want to know what is the best income for outcome for a kid, it's do they have a dad in their life? And are mom and dad married? Unfortunately, um, marriage incentives are not something that I think I could get a path through the state Senate at this point. Um, but we do need to, you know, have a real conversation about dads matter and that kids' outcomes are best when they have their dad and their mom are married to each other. Why, why is that such a problem? Well, culturally, I think we've lost that argument right now. And so one of the best ways I think you convince somebody is the way that, you know, the Bible convinces all of us, which is truth, beauty, and goodness. And when you have a society that's completely rejected truth, we live in this, like, relativistic age where it's your truth and my truth, and people seem to not believe anything objectively. I think you have to get to them through goodness and through beauty. And But that's, I think that's a cultural fight, not a legal fight. And Senate Bill 82 is kind of focusing on, okay, if people are smart enough, even if they don't believe in objective goodness or truth anymore, they at least are going to do the rational thing. And so... Government is going to do the irrational thing, like, fortunately, it does way too often. People are going to do the thing that makes more sense. And so on my side of the state, child care benefits, for example, are about, on average, $9,800 a year for child care. And a family of four making $37,500 would get, if they make one more dollar, they would get no benefit whatsoever. And so what do... You know, you and I think of a family of four as a mom and dad and two kids, but often it's mom and three kids. And so what do people do? Well, they're going to they're gonna not take the extra hours, right? They're not going to make Absolutely. $1 more because they're not going to risk losing thousands of dollars of benefits. So what Senate Bill 82 does is it says, you know what, we're going to split 
the difference with you up to a certain point. If you make a little bit more money, we're going to reduce the amount of money and benefits the state gives you a little bit. So you're able, people want to be independent. People want to not have to take a government handout. But, you know, if you're looking at losing almost a third of your income, you know, that many thousands of dollars, well, that mom still has to work to be able to feed her family. She's not going to, she's not going to take the extra hours or the raise. Yeah, and again, I think the idea is coming up with also incentives uh, to get people to move forward and uh, and not penalize them for just trying to do better. Yeah, that's right. Like, you know, if you start a business the first year, you maybe aren't profitable. Maybe it takes you to the second or the third year. But this is not just good for the people who are receiving these benefits. It's also the right thing for the taxpayer because when you make a little bit more money, the state is going to be paying out a little bit less. So we're going to be decreasing the amount of reliance on government handouts so we can cut everybody's taxes. Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman, uh, she represents uh, Jefferson County. She's on News Talk KZRG. Now, Senator, it's going through the House right now. Uh, are any of my pesky area representatives uh, standing in the way of this getting done? This is an embarrassing thing to admit. I don't, with the redistricting that's happening, I don't really know who represents the different areas outside of my own because I'm not used to the new maps from last year yet. Well, we've so, got uh, people I'm like to think about Joplin. We've got people like Ben Baker, uh, Bromley. We have uh, Cody Smith. We have uh, and other various good people. So listen, I think Ben Baker, he is the head of the conservative caucus in the House. He's a true American and a patriot. Cody Smith has done a wonderful job as budget chair pushing conservative values. You know, the the House budget has a billion dollars less than spending because the state House has proposed a billion dollars in taxes to be returned to the taxpayers through tax cuts. So those guys are are great Americans, and I served in the House with them. so I have, I have no, no stones to throw at the Joplin area representatives. Well, by the way, so you're, uh, again, it's uh, uh, everything that you're proposing is common sense. Why do you think, do you think, is this going to get done? <laughs> well, we have four weeks left. The Senate still has to pass the budget. I think anybody who bets on their legislation passing at this point in the session maybe isn't paying close enough attention. The truth is, I have no idea. We're going to kind of have a slowdown period where we work through the budget. Um, you know, there's a couple of big priorities that each chamber has passed that we're wanting to see done, whether it's IP reform coming out of the House or whether it's dealing with, um, you know, kids who have this body dysphoria and how do we help take care of them without hurting them through these really um, aggressive, I, I hesitate to call them medical treatments because they're just really hurting kids who are already desperately hurting or protecting women's sports. So there's some big priorities that each chamber has passed that I think we're going to find a way through, find a way through the budget. And then the last two weeks, we're going to kind of open up the spigot and everybody's going to try to push through their individual priorities through it. So I'm hopeful, but I don't, I'm not convinced yet we're going to be able to see this get done this year. You know, I, I look at what has happened in Arkansas that, uh, you know, you have, uh, Governor uh, Sanders Huckabee, or Huckabee Sanders, has been so aggressive in proposing things and pushing things through. One of my frustrations of a man who I love, 
I love Governor Parson, but sometimes I think he's a backseat driver instead of just pushing some of the stuff that really is has universal support through the legislature. You know, I wonder if because Governor Parson was a legislator, if he respects the legislative process so much that he doesn't kind of weigh in or get involved. I do think that we see less involvement from the second floor in our capital than in some other state houses across the country. Um, you know, I, I don't, I was trying to think whether in Florida or in Georgia, whether their governors had, or Texas, whether they were legislators as well. That's, you know, my best guess as to why Governor Parson is not getting as involved is because he's, he is a legislator and he's trying to be a little bit more hands off. But that sort of leadership does really help push things through in the states where it's happening. Yeah, it really does. Uh, Senator, thank you so much for coming on. You always have an invite to be with us. Thanks. I appreciate it. It's so nice to be on. All right. That's Senate, State Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman. It's News Talk KZRG.